0: If you're looking for Pokemon-style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. You know in the movie, Doom, when the rock turns into the demon after being bit, you know that err uh, feeling that he had? Well, that's exactly what you get from pre-workout. Use my code PKMANCAVE, that's PKMANCAVE at spitfirenutrition.ca for 10% off your entire order. Link is in the description below. What is up everyone? It's me, the Pokemon Cave. Today, I'm riding solo yet again. First things first, let's get into some probably unsettling news if you recently bought a Ombreon VMAX alternate art. <laughs> well, unfortunately back in the early of this year, late 2022, early 2023, the Ombreon VMAX card was selling for about $12,000. Graded per se, okay? Graded 10, perfect 10. You're looking at about 12 grand. Now it's going for about $8,000 less. So of course, the really expensive Ombreon card appears to have dropped in price. A copy of the Evolving Skies Ombreon v Max with Alt Art went for about 12 grand in February of 2023. Now, a copy of the card in the same pristine condition has sold for just 3,800 on eBay, a whopping drop of 8,200. Now, even though it's an extremely rare card from probably one of the better expansion sets of the Sword and Shield era, It's a much talked about evolution. but are graded cards going for much less nowadays? Unfortunately, I think so. Now the Twitter account for Collector took note of the disparity, with the more expensive sale taking place on PWCC on February 20th, 2023, and a cheaper card selling on eBay on November 2nd. Both were given a full 10 in all categories from Beckett, so they're essentially identical. The Ombron VMAX card is one of the most sought after cards of recent years, with many fans surprised to see a modern card being so expensive, and of course holding its value. Now of course, of late, fans have watched the price closely, and it's become an unofficial marker for the health of the TCG hobby. Now of course, most fans aren't buying more expensive graded copies when picking up their cards. On TCG Player, ungraded copies of the VMAX card are going for about $500, only $50 cheaper than what they were last year. Now, on price charting, they're estimated at about $440, actually a little more than the cost back in November of 2022. The cards have seen a dip when compared to their prices on both platforms in the first half of this year, however. Now, of course, the best cards from the Evolving uh set, including the Ombron VMAX, have been trending downwards in recent months, after a peak in the early to- uh, 2023 and late 2022. Now, <sighs> This might be happening for every for every set. I, I think we're going to start to see a slight drop in maybe some of the Sword and Shield eras. And then we'll probably see an uptick in the Scarlet and Violet era cards. Uh, only exception to that, I think, at this moment is freaking team up. For some reason, team up is just skyrocketing. But of course, who's to say that maybe in another year, it won't happen to the same thing as Evolving Skies and other certain shield sets. Next up, PSA doesn't quite understand how to do their job, apparently. You see, fans are pissed at a quote-unquote grading scam that uh, has led to one player having a Persian graded with a PSA 7 that had a questionable doodle on it, as well as a fan who basically cracked a PSA 7 Dragonite, first edition Dragonite, sorry, only for it to come back as a PSA 9. How does that happen? So, of course, PSA, Beckett, CGC, they're all reputable sources because people trusted them, or they at least used to trust them. Now, of course, PSA receives cards from collectors worldwide to verify their authenticity, uh, but they don't always get it right. When a collector submitted a Persian with a questionable doodle drawn on the card earlier in 2023, the card grading business drew heat for allowing it to actually go through the grading process. They also generously gave it a PSA 8. Kind of nice, eh? So, I mean, you can doodle on your cards and still get a PSA 8, apparently. So their lack of accuracy and consistency has left another fan enchanted after he resubmitted a Dragonite that he rescued from a cracked slab for regrading. The awarded and seemingly arbitrary grade brought a first edition base set Dragonite up from a 7 to a 9. Now, given that, as user uh, Raknith put it, PSA is inconsistent, PSA is also worth the most money, many collectors were frustrated. This is not the first time PSA has come under scrutiny. An intermediary grading company previously affiliated with PSA, Ludkins, went under last year and ran off with many collectors' cards. Another card grading company, Beckett, is also held in high esteem, but they too are no strangers to controversy after one TCG collector suffered $16,000 US in losses when Beckett lost their Pokemon cards. Some collectors don't trust grading, g- grading cards altogether. Wonderful, being 9368 said, Grading cards is the single largest scam. Human error will always be there, and depending on the day, the grader is having. Now, a alternative for collectors looking to verify and increase the value of their cards could be to opt for lesser-known companies. But it's clear many players aren't huge fans of the system as a whole. So... I mean, I've I've had that too, but you also get th- things where people can say, "Oh, um, you know, submit submit your cards to us. We will quote unquote clean them, and then we'll submit them for you, and you'll you'll usually get a higher grade." Um, things like that usually happen with comics. You can get press and cleaning done to your comics, and it will usually up it from a Say a 9.2 to a 9.8. Little things like that. However, seemingly, nothing was done to this Dragonite First Edition base set. They had a cracked slab. They cracked open the rest of the slab and resubmitted it for reslabbing or whatever. And it came back as a 9. Or, well, I guess they didn't resubmit it for reslabbing. Which, I mean, that probably would have been the cheaper option, but... I guess they just resubmitted it, period, for grading, and it came back a 9, which is kind of screwed up. How do you go from a 7 to a 9 when you haven't done anything to the cart? And finally. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Someone has some cards eaten by animals. (laughs) All thanks to good old FedEx. However, eh, this might be karma. So of course, when the Pokemon Company released a promotional video for a collaboration with the Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam... Reddit user knew he wanted to get his hands on this product. The promotion took place at the Pokemon Center store as well as the museum, promising to explore the inspiration that Van Gogh drew from Japanese prints during his years with the French Impressionists. Sorry. <laughs> One of the key cards, a Pikachu with a felt hat, is the most expensive English Pikachu card with a market value of $161.36 at the time of November 10th. However... Scalpers reared their ugly heads and the promos were sold out in record time. The Pokemon Center store even went down from the ridiculous levels of traffic. One collector managed to order the set in time, but when it arrived, things didn't work out as planned. They go on to say, The FedEx driver threw my package into my yard while I was at school and the animals got a hold of it. Now, the picture of what this user posted is, uh, <laughs> It's going to be the clip art for this episode. I mean, yeah, that sucks. Same time though, why did FedEx just throw a package in the front yard? Well, you see, some users looked at it from the worker's perspective. The one who, of course, handled the delivery. One person said, yeah, I'm not coming into anyone's yard with loose dogs. Sorry, it happened, but you got to put those dogs up when they're expecting a package. Clearly, they aren't super well behaved. Well, of course, the poster shot back by saying, they're not dogs. My mom has goats. She lets them roam free in our yard. And after speaking to Dextero, the Reddit user said that there were also a pig and turkeys on the property. Now in the post, many fans of the trading card game said, well, this is karma, dude, for engaging in scalping ways. As the collector said, their goats ate half of my paycheck. So what happened next? Well, you see, the Montana-based collector explained why they were buying the cards in the first place, responding to the scalper accusations. They said, they looked cool. My mom is also an artist and has loved Van Gogh, so I think that played a part, but mainly it was one of those first promos in a while where I I thought, you know what, I really want this. They had purchased the cards at school, but came home to a big mess. They go on to say, I actually went to the bathroom in history class and stayed in there for 40 minutes pacing back and forth with my phone and debit card, trying for stuff. They added, I ended up getting six packs of sleeves for my personal collection. So, you skipped 40 minutes of history class to buy, uh, what, God knows how many of these Van Gogh cards? Like, come on, man. Seriously? What the hell are you doing? They go on to say, I got home, parked in the garage, and saw this. Then I circled around and found the others, taking inventory. Between the pig... Turkeys and goats. The box had been torn open, and the rare cards were sprawled across the yard. They say after contacting FedEx support and making a complaint, nothing happened. But what about the animals? When asked, they said that they have two turkeys in the same yard that will be eating. That they will be eating. Sorry on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Oopsie. Now, of course, the collector has kept hold of all the cards from the set and says that they ate around three hundred dollars worth of items from that box. As for scalping issues, the reddit post says that uh, really this is only hurting the main demographic, which is the children. Yeah, I mean scalping does hurt the children, don't get me wrong. Uh, My kids, uh, we spend a lot of money on Pokemon cards for my kids. Same time though, I do spend quite a bit of money for items for myself. Uh, I have never scalped anything before. I don't particularly ever want to because, uh, I mean, there's really no freaking point. Buy stuff that you want to collect. If later on down the road you want to turn around and sell it, fine. I mean, I buy things all the time and then a year later or whatever, I'll turn around and I only really sell it if, for well, for a good reason. Let's be honest. I mean, I own a house, so... Sometimes, you know, things come up. Something breaks. You may not have quite enough money in the savings account at the time. And, you know, things need to be replaced. So what do you do? Well, you look at what you have that's expendable. In my case, it's Pokemon merchandise. I will turn around and sell some of my merchandise that I have, that I've collected over the years, in order to fund things to fix the house. It's just the way it is. I mean... That's, quote unquote, the joys of owning a property. Sometimes things break and you got to pay for it. We can't all rent and just have a landlord fix it for you. And on that note, I say have a good day and we will see you again next week. Hopefully this time Bambi Bunny will be back um, through no fault of her own. She has a crazy, crazy work schedule. I don't falter for that. Uh, I apologize that it's only me now for the next, you know, two episodes here that have come out. Uh, you know, we're, we're trying to work with it. Between my work schedule and her work schedule, things do get a little tough. Plus, we're three hours of a difference. So what might be a good time for her might not be a good time for me and vice versa. So keep that in mind. I mean, we're only human. We don't really, actually, well, we don't get paid for this. At all. Uh, I've been doing this podcast for a couple years now. I've, I have not received a single cent. Now, some people have told me, well, if you're not being paid to do a podcast, then what the hell are you doing the podcast for? I do it because it's fun. I do it because it's a hobby. And I do it because it keeps me busy. I mean, why else would I do it? If I do eventually get paid down the line, cool. But right now, I just do it for the sake of wanting to do it.